Welcome to Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. One day, a Geordie and a Canadian walk into a bar and decide to start a podcast about relationships and what a topic that is. No subjects are off limits. Get in touch today with us at geordielass.com or email info at geordielass.com and let us know what you think and what we should talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. I feel like we need jazz hands. <laughs> Hello, Sarah. Oh, we definitely need something. Yeah. Although I've got to tell you, I'm feeling a bit weird because we're recording on a different day. I know. This is very unsettling. Messing with my mojo today. Totally. Totally. <laughs> tell us more about where you're at on this well, strange recording I, day. Well, I have to admit, I'm still in my pajamas. Um, <laughs> I haven't been showered. <laughs> I'm hoping this is still a no judgment zone. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, the, my confession is totally rolled out of bed, haven't showered. <laughs> yeah. I was leaning heavy on the no judgment zone, being like, I hope Sarah's going to allow me to do this <laughs> podcast today in such a disheveled state. <laughs> well, I have to say, anybody that's judging right now, I just think you're jealous because you're not still in your pajamas. I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> if you're not still in your pajamas, you ain't doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, they could be listening to this at work and then that would be a bit weird being in your pajamas. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Although, yeah, can you imagine us being, what's the not safe for work? Yeah, I guess we're not safe for work for those people who are kind of feeling a little FOMO, not in their pajamas and being in a place like, I don't know, driving a bus maybe and they, they couldn't possibly be in their pajamas. Yeah, you couldn't. You, I, I'm pretty sure you'd have something to say about that <laughs> if your bus driver was in the pajamas. Yeah, though that would be like a really nice last shift before retirement experience. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if you're driving the, like the last bus. Oh, yeah. Maybe you're allowed to have your pajamas. Maybe that should be the rule. You can wear your pajamas when you're on the last shift yeah. on the last bus. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree with that. Let's make it a rule. Like it. Wonderful. Because clearly we have loads of power. <laughs> totally. In our world. <laughs> to just make up random rules. <laughs> pajamas on your last shift, guys. Part oh. of the constitution. <laughs> For anybody who's never listened before, I promise this is a relationship <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We just got to get some of our more curious beans out. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do, before we get to the real stuff. Yeah, yeah. so how's your week been? <laughs> yeah, good, I don't know. Um, I can't decide if the week was long or short. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, I, don't, I just don't know. <laughs> it looks like a, like a memory flashed before your eyes. Yeah, do you know what, I, I just feel like I have no idea, like, what life is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, yes. It's all just joined together. Yes. It's just a series of sleeping and eating and, and doing some work in between, yes. isn't it, really? Yes. That's it. sort of got. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. And I'm noticing that it's hitting us now. I, I think we've all been brave and strong, but like there's something yeah. brewing where like now we're running out of gas, but we don't actually know yeah. that we're running out. And I think our brains have changed. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to make decisions based on the bleakness and seeming impossibility of our COVID times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm seeing that as well. I noticed this morning, you know, when you just randomly kind of get emails about holidays and mm. kind of have a look and it seems like such a distant memory. And you think, well, it doesn't matter because it's probably going to be another three years before I go on holiday. <laughs> yeah. I've literally just shrunk into this world where my existence is just my front room. And, and Zoom calls, it. yeah. Yeah. I think that's, there's something very, very subtle and uh, surreptitious and dangerous happening where we're, hmm, 
Yeah, we're seeing things small. We're seeing things from a fearful lens. I'm noticing that if you've had a dream, like if you've if you've dreamt of something, if you've been working on something, if you started a small business or transitioned your career or have been moving, you know, living somewhere where you want to, this is a dangerous time where you may start to give up on those dreams. I'm actually starting mm-hmm. to like notice like, ah, oh, living in New York, pff, too much work. Let me yeah. go back to, you know, I don't even know where I would go. But anyways, um, <laughs> and it's like, I can't believe that I'm thinking about giving up on a dream. It's crazy. I think it's like a COVID fog, isn't it? Mm. So you've just got this mist around you of nothingness. Mm -hmm. I don't know for me that it's given up on anything. I think it's just an acceptance that this is just how life is. Yeah. And we're just kind of in this really small box that we're living in. Yeah. Yeah. Like I went out yesterday and realized I hadn't left the house for four days. (gasps) Yeah. There's something not right there. (laughs) There's something. This is not the way human beings were supposed to live. Yeah. Mm. But I've kind of accepted that that's it. I may only go out once or twice a week. Ever for the rest of our lives. Oh, well. And so the thing is, like, I want to shake us all awake and say, look, this is not going to be forever. Let's not lose the game now. Let's keep going. Just be aware of that COVID brain and be like, oh, yeah, there is a mist of, like, pessimism in front of me. Let me just... Yeah, I think once we get into sort of um, end of Feb, start of March, we start to see some, you know, spring-like behaviour in the atmosphere, then I think things will shift and change. I think generally at this time of year, we're not in a good place anyway, because it's a bit, January and February are just all a bit dull anyway, aren't they? So I think we're we're in that space, but we've got that COVID layer on top of it. Yeah. That's all it is. I think so. And I'm thinking like, just imagine it's August, you're on a beach because there's been some lightning. We've seen case rates go down. The vaccine is starting to really take uh, hold in terms of distribution around the world. And you're sitting on the beach and imagine sitting on the beach, like what that's going to feel like. That warm, beautiful water, the sand between your toes, the like little saucy drink, coconut flavored, something, something like, remember this, the smell of suntan lotion. So imagine all that stuff is going on. And what decisions would you make based on that feeling? I've definitely got COVID brain. I can't even imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's like, so distant. That was a beautiful, beautiful scenery you've just painted there. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, that doesn't exist in Does my world. Does exist? <laughs> yeah, I know. Right, I, know. I think we should move on from the COVID depression. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, we've got something to celebrate. <gasps> Wait. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Tell us. Tell us. Yes. I'm like, what? Anna, do you (laughs) even record on this podcast? (laughs) Is it my anniversary? Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot it again. (laughs) No, it's not your anniversary. I know we haven't been recording for a year. Uh Uh-huh. But we have hit a major milestone. (gasps) Yay. Which one? We are celebrating. (laughs) Like, what have we done? What's happening? Please tell me. <laughs> We've reached over a thousand downloads on the podcast. Oh my gosh! I feel like we should have some trumpets. Oh my god! That was my best trumpet impression. <laughs> okay, listen. And you said you were gonna like uh, sing Florence and the Machine yesterday. Last. Oh yeah, I'm over that now. Sorry, it's not happening. Still not Still not singing. No, but that's pretty incredible. A thousand downloads. Yeah. That's incredible. We've only been doing this thing for half a year. That's like a lot. We are doing well. We are doing well. So for everybody that's listening, thank you very much. Thank you for supporting us. Thanks for tuning in every single week. It makes our job so much easier. We love it anyway, but when we hear about 
some great feedback that we get and we do get feedback quite regularly that say how the podcast is really helping people it's helping them put things into perspective it's helping keep sane during lockdowns and covid and other shenanigans that are going on and so when we hear those things it just brings a smile and a moment of joy to Anna and I oh my gosh it totally does because we're really purpose-driven I think that we have a personal and professional interest in relationship yeah. and and helping people to arrive at relationship in a much more powerful and energetic yeah. way. And so it's really a labor of love that we get up and do this podcast with our pajamas on <laughs> <laughs> with fuzzy hair. It's not every week we're in pajamas to be fair. It's not every week actually. Sometimes we're really well put together. <laughs> Some days, promise. Oh, yeah. No, but that's wonderful. And I think of everybody out there who's listening to this right now, yeah. I think, gosh, we're cheering you on in our no shame zone. Exactly. Yeah. And we salute you. We salute you for all the things that you take on board, all the little micro changes that you make in your life. Yeah. And um, just generally for being part of what we think is a great experience. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's so inspiring. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Sarah. That's wonderful. I Yay. like that piece of news. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so when this podcast goes out, I'm rather conscious that it will be fast approaching Valentine's Day. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yes. Mm. Oh, it will. Yeah. And this time last year, we weren't really in this weird setup and scenario. No. So... You know, I want to say that we like to celebrate love all the days, so 365 Mm. days of the year. And we like to recognize that love is also something that is can sometimes bring us pleasure and sometimes bring us pain. Mm -hmm. So I think whatever happens, I know people get caught up with this expectation around Valentine's Day. But I'd like to say whatever place you're in, whatever stage you're at, whether you're single married alone divorced going through a breakup going through a tough time maybe this year instead of thinking about valentine's day and having any expectations maybe just focus on some self-love oh what would that look like well for me i think it would be about reminding yourself about who you are celebrating Mm -hmm. parts of your being your existence who you are and really taking that through the rest of the day with you yeah i agree and treating yourself to something that you really put on the shelf is something that you rarely allow yourself to be treated to yeah i'm thinking of baths and it seems so weird but baths are very uncommon in my life i'm not quite sure why but it's something i'm like oh i'm just too busy oh but Mm. i couldn't possibly take a half hour and have a bath that is something especially with something lovely and bath salts and so forth. yeah i love a nice bath yeah and by then dry january will be over i can have a nice bath with a glass of something Hello. <laughs> That's so awesome. And to everybody who's done dry January, by the time this comes out, you'll you'll be done and dusted. But today is the last day for the majority of people who are doing dry Jan. So yeah. congratulations. Well done. Yay! You made it through. We are very proud of you. Very proud. That sounds awesome. And I took a lot of friends on my journey this year for dry January and I'm immensely proud of them that they stuck with it. Yeah, that's wonderful. And they carried their partners too. So there's been a massive <gasps> oh, ripple really? effect this year. That's so one in 12 months of the year have been spent without alcohol for a significant number of people. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite um, winery in Oregon started sending me emails being like, dry January's over, guys. Like, let's get ordering. Yeah. <laughs> so, what I would say is the doctor in the house is like, probably don't make up for what you didn't drink in January by drinking it all in February. So, just, you know, yeah. take it easy. Re entry gently. 
Yeah, instead maybe just take some some lessons that you've learned, like think about how you felt, mm. think about what you've learned about yourself during the period and um, see if you want to make any adjustments going forward. Yeah. Remember how much better you sleep without wine. It's crazy. Well, it's except crazy. me. I'm the only person. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who was Without awake Sarah. at five o'clock this morning and oh. having really weird dreams that somebody was trying to unlock my door and oh. I was frozen in time. <gasps> anyway, you didn't need to know all of that. Oh, that's actually really cool. <laughs> that's actually really cool. That feels like a movie script. Mm, yeah. Maybe that won't more. be the first time we've created a movie on this podcast. No, it will. <laughs> Will We're still looking for that movie deal. <laughs> oh my God, totally, totally. Still waiting. Info at JordyLast.com. Oh yeah, get in touch. <laughs> we'll even do a cameo performance. Oh yeah, that, of Can you course. imagine how cool that would be? In our pajamas, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> you might get new pajamas for it. <laughs> oh, listen, it is Valentine's Day coming Splash up. out. And, yeah, Victoria's Secret. So listen, let's go over to the uh, International Desk of Love and see what the uh, correspondent has to say. Oh, let's indeed. Mm. Okay, so on the International Love Desk this week, we have mm. oh, <laughs> a yeah. story about weddings and COVID. Oh. Surprise, surprise. Oh. Um, <laughs> so a couple got married on a hospital ward in the UK and they'd known each other for 46 years. So they've been together for that long. Oh. And um, because of all of the stuff that's going on, originally they were going to wait and get married next year, but they decided they wanted to get married there and then. So the hospital put out a tweet to find a, um, a registrar that could come and marry them. Oh. They borrowed some wedding rings and their bridesmaids were an army of nurses and they had a, um, a junior doctor there as well to help. Oh my gosh. So they were both sweet. admitted COVID patients? No, I think only one of them was in hospital and they decided oh. that they were just going to do it and get married there and then. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. It is, oh. isn't it? And then I read another story, which also COVID-related in marriage, which said that there was, there was a big call for outdoor ceremonies to be legal in the UK. So I think they are in Scotland and Northern Ireland, but they're not in England and Wales. They're not? No. Um, so you can have an outdoor wedding, oh. but it's not official. So there was a couple who, who said that they wanted to get married at Glastonbury, but they were going to have to do a, a registrar thing the week before oh. and then have like a humanist ceremony. So there's a big push for weddings to be allowed outdoors and just to move yeah. with the times and really change especially given the scenario that we're in but what it also said was this was highlighting the fact that actually weddings are have shifted they're no longer about that big massive ceremony and yeah. it's people are just about I just want to get married it is about the marriage mm. which I think is a lovely shift back to getting away from all of this you know we've talked before about the Instagram effect and I think yeah. even before Instagram to be fair it was always there wasn't it the keeping up yeah. with the Joneses the yeah. gotta be big it's gotta be better it's gotta be sparkly yeah. um, but people were really kind of seeing that actually none of that was relevant anymore and mm. what was relevant was just getting married having a you know a small number of close family and friends so there's a real shift I think in how people joined together in their union oh this is beautiful I'm so I'm kind of stuck at like you're not allowed to get married outside <laughs> what what oh you can have a civil gosh. ceremony or you can have a, a religious oh. ceremony but the civil ceremony has to be in a place that's got a marriage license and it can't be 
Well, Sierney can't be outside. I think you can get married in the garden if it's got the wedding license. Because a friend of mine did get married a few years back in the grounds. So I think that's allowed. But you can't just get kind of married oh. wherever, like on a beach or, you know, you can't. there isn't that kind of freedom of choice. Oh, interesting. Mm. Wow. Okay, okay. All right. That's something interesting, a bit different across the pond. Yeah. Uh, where it's really just the marriage officiant is the person who has the license to wed people. Yeah. And they can kind of do that on laptops. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Hopefully this is a new trend and people really embracing what's important. Yeah. uh, In COVID and beyond. Yeah. And I think it goes to show, you know, it doesn't matter how much you spend on your wedding or or what you do, the fact that you're getting married is the most important part of it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just wondering, like, 46 years and they were Mm. like, let's wait another year. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. I'm like, what were you waiting for? <laughs> well, I know, I know, exactly. Although maybe that would be me and my other half. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean. Maybe we'll be like 70 odd going, well, all right, maybe we could get married I this year. <laughs> Too quick, though. Might, don't want to rush into it. Actually, and me and my dude were like that for the longest, for the longest. Yeah. We were just being like, oh, I don't know, marriage. Is it important to our relationship? Sometimes on some days we still think that, but like on the whole, I think that we're, we're very, very happy to have made the leap. But yeah, sometimes people are like, what does marriage itself bring to a relationship above and beyond the commitment to work every day together, to step forward in this fight together? Uh, Above and beyond that major thing. (laughs) Yeah, above and beyond that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it is that ultimate commitment, isn't it? That ultimate sacrifice to each other and the union, I guess. Yeah. But recognize that it's not for everybody, so. That's the thing. If you feel it's important, it's important. If you yeah. feel it's not important, it's then not it important. it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you want to wait 40 or 50 years, you wait. You wait. Absolutely. You go. <laughs> you go. If you want to get married on a hospital ward, you do it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, what? it is wonderful to hear that there's maybe a trend away from keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that provides that release from that pressure to do something just because, yeah. I think, is a brilliant step forward. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Stand in your own power. Be yourself. Yes. Oh, God, I'm perking up for a Sunday, Anna. I know. It's a lot <laughs> of energy for a Sunday. right up. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. Oh, that's beautiful. Right. So that was the relationship news. I love it. I love mm, it. Me too. Um, and I do have to give credit to a listener who sent that in. So, Oh, lovely. Thank you. I am that famous now with yes. all of our thousands of listeners. I just love that now the correspondence desk now has informants. And oh, I tell like, you. There's it's a all red hopping. Phone. It's all hopping. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. You're going to get the news first before the New York Times. Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll have heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, thanks for that. That's wonderful. <laughs> All right, so are you ready for a hot, hot topic this week? Oh, yes. I need some warmth on this minus 10 day. Oh, Well, yeah. I, d- I don't know about warmth here, but um, there's certainly some realism in today's hot topic. Oh, good. good, good, good. As long as it's spicy. <laughs> I'm sure we can make it that way. <laughs> Right, so the hot topic today is how to overcome boredom in a relationship. (laughs) (laughs) And my reason for laughing is because, Jesus Christ, how many of us are feeling bored right now? We're so bored. Oh my God, we're so bored. We are, we are. Like, come on. (sighs) 
We're incredibly bored right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, we're so yeah. bored. I'm not even sure what the answer to that topic is. <laughs> I know, it feels bleak and terrible. So, you know, regardless of COVID, let's just remember there was a time before COVID. And, oh. you know, people do still go through these periods yeah. of boredom in the relationship. I think boredom in a relationship is normal. Mm. Um, I think it's normal to go through periods. I think right now we're all being sucked into this boredom together. Yeah, I had a friend of mine a few weeks ago who was like, just give me some board games because she knows that we play board games uh-huh. and she's never done that before. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just need something. I need something <laughs> to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's like, yeah, help yourself. I'll give you some some games to play. So mm-hmm. I think everybody's feeling it. I think, you know, I mentioned Dry January before. Like, I mean, that's just ultra dull. Yeah. <laughs> so... So I think there is there is a real sense that lots of people are feeling bored in the relationships mm-hmm. and they do kind of think, is this it? Mm. So we do need to find a way, I think, to rise above that and to lift some of the boredom. Yeah. yeah. And to know that you're, you and your partner are actually probably experiencing the same boredom and you're probably yeah. having it sort of play out in different ways. Maybe mm. you will waffle back and forth on your level of tolerating So some, one of you might sort of be in a more tolerating mood than the other person in a certain week. So it's very hard to say, you know, there's a lot of things that we've offered here on the podcast, which is great. You know, new questions that you can ask your partner, um, rather than saying, how was your day at work is what are other novel, curious questions that can really bring out new information and facts as of yet undiscovered. Yeah. And I think Sometimes that's part of the boredom, isn't it? Because a lot of it is you're not having those external experiences yeah. that you would normally have. Yeah. So normally, you know, you would go to work in separate locations. You would maybe meet friends in the evening to hang out and do stuff. You'd maybe have like a weekend away with people. I'm just reminiscing right now. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. But you'd be bringing all of those experiences back to each other to yeah. then have conversations about it. Um, and I think that's the bit that a lot of us are missing is we've got these just 24-7 days that are just rolling into one and we're just fully connected all of the time so it's trying to kind of step outside of that like you say by maybe having some different questions maybe trying to discover something new about each other that you didn't really know before or discover something new together that you've not really explored or tried Mm -hmm. might even be something as simple as if you're not into watching documentaries like just pick a random documentary and watch it together and then you've got something different to have a conversation about yeah. or maybe carve out some separate time away from each other even just in different you know if you yes. can't go out out like yes just in different rooms or yeah. I have a friend who religiously goes out for a, a run or a walk straight from work and then comes back and that's her kind of release and she comes back oh. and she feels like there's you know some more energy there to kind of bring back it feels like you've been in a different environment Mm -hmm. a different place Mm -hmm. so if you can't do that and you can't have physical separation outside of the house have just some different zones maybe and some zoned time alone to just do something completely random yeah I agree and it and you know I know that we're rounding this sort of corner of uh, we've all been in here for a year Mm. but there may be just even one or two of these things that I feel like like a kid stamping my feet. Like, I've done that. I've done that. No, no, I've tried mm. all that. But there's like at least one or two things that you've mentioned that I actually have not done. Or maybe if yeah. I have tried it, I abandoned it a long time ago. Mm. I could probably brush that off and say, okay, well, let me give that another shot. Yeah. So of all the things, these beautiful options, listen, you just need one or two. It's just all about coping for yeah. 
I'm going to say another five months. Yeah. Or have a bath together. Oh, yeah, actually. Can space it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, a lot of the kind of boredom as well, I think, can really set in on the intimacy side of a relationship as well, can't it? Yes. And again, you know, we've got kind of that going on because there's nothing... There's no external stimulation to yeah. light your fires, are there? So yeah. you just go, oh God, is this it? Yes. yes. Is this it? It's yes. kind of the phrase that you hear. And yeah. when you're in that mindset, then it's quite difficult then to get into that sexy time, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Mm. Well, and look, and there's boredom with your partner, but I'll bet you if you look and really reflect, there's probably not been a lot that you've done to explore your own sexuality in the last year because the mindset just yeah. has not been there. So I'll bet you that you there's been a lot of stagnation in, in growth. I can say that for sure yeah. for my part. Yeah. I think I've stopped exploring and growing and it's our mindset. Again, it's COVID brain. Yeah. Like we're just kind of, it's, you know, we're feeling a bit of bleakness. But is there anything, anything, anything that you would be open to trying, exploring, even on your own side and then kind of bringing your learnings to your partner. Yeah, and that can be sexual or otherwise, can't it? So you can, that's applicable across all different areas of your life. And I think that's a really great point and it's starting to get me thinking now about maybe some of the things that you've always wanted to try and you've never Mm -hmm. done, whether you want to explore those separately or whether you want to explore them together as a couple and whether they're kind of inside the bedroom or out, you know, maybe just put together a little fun list of things that you want to test out. Yes. While you've got the time before life eventually does go back to normal. Yes. Yeah. And give yourself the space to kind of feel kind of poopy and like a toddler throwing a tantrum saying, gosh, I, <laughs> I wish I didn't have to do this. And that's okay. You don't have to arrive at this activity feeling all upbeat. You can kind of feel shitty about it, but just get a pen and yeah. paper out, get a journal out. We know we love notebooks. We do. We love fancy notebooks. <laughs> And really explore, really, really maximize the things that you can do. And the outdoors is still something that you can do. Something that we do, which, and I'm glad for my dude, because he he really puts up with me. But um, (laughs) we take a subway and we go to sort of parts of Manhattan that we like, like lots of lights, whether it's actually Times Square. Times Times Square is quite, is not <laughs> Times Square. That's about what we feel about it. It is scary. It is scary. <laughs> but like around like um, Herald Square and everything, we, we will go. And there's not many people out and it's like a shadow yeah. of what the city was, but it's still like, I'll put on my fancy boots. I'll mm. put on a nice scarf. I'll put on my perfume. Like actually, oh. word to the wise, keep putting your perfume on. Um using all those nice scents and and I actually feel better I feel quite fabulous when I'm out and so it's kind of therapy my dude is like oh my god we're shopping and by shopping it's more like just walking around the streets with nothing to do it's like his version of hell but he actually puts up with it because it's my replenishment time yeah yeah oh that sounds lovely I know I want to come (laughs) (laughs) I'm also just thinking I can't even remember the last time I put perfume on that's oh see that's (laughs) I do have to say. Yeah, I've yeah. got to dig myself out of this. <laughs> yeah, perfume is something that I've been I've been putting on. And the great thing is there's no no problems with mm. scent-free environments because it's right here in my own yeah. house. So yeah. it's really important. And and I keep because I do a lot of my work. Everybody does this, right? You've got like your work top on, on for your Zoom call. Yeah. You may or may not have pajama bottoms, but you certainly <laughs> have flip-flops or bare feet, right? Like or your yeah. fuzzy sweaters, fuzzy slippers. Yeah. And from time to time, when I put on a, a pair of high heels, like in my house doing like Zoom calls, I feel terrific. 
Yeah, I'm not sure I can walk in heels anymore. I know. It's been that long. I know. Our ankle structure has changed. <laughs> it has. It has. Yeah. I wear um, slippers or big fluffy boots in the outside world. Oh, yeah. And that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. No, I need to up my game, Anna. I need to up my game. Well, and I've, I've heard of a couple of things from you and I want to try. And, and I think if you just think of if one kind of appeals to you, give it a shot. Mm. Give it a shot. Because we will eventually be on the beach with endless possibilities and entertainment again. And we will be like, oh, why didn't I try that in COVID? Because our perspective will have changed. By the time we get back on the beach, guys, we will see endless opportunity and possibility. And we'll look back on this time and be like, why weren't you taking a bunch of opportunities? So just imagine like, what what would I feel like on the beach? And what opportunities would I look back on and be like, you should do that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's the well, the minute we've got the gift of time, haven't we? And um, we've yeah. got the gift of solitude, which, ironically, yeah. a lot of us, you know, maybe it was like some sort of world manifestation of <laughs> of COVID, because a lot of us I were kind of on time. the yeah, we're on the rat race, we're yeah. kind of juggling things, we're running from one thing to another, yeah. and you know, whilst you know we're still juggling things in a slightly different way with homeschooling mm-hmm. and you know managing kind of jobs and you know ill health of others and things like that but you know a lot of us do have a lot more time we're not commuting we're not so we've got that gift of of solitude and we've got the gift of time what would you tell yourself Mm -hmm. to do with that you know two years ago when none of this was even a a thought in your mind you couldn't have even perceived that this would happen what would you have wished for so maybe think about it in that perspective what would you have wished for for your relationship how would you have made use of that gift of time gosh Mm. oh I love that my gosh yeah that brings me right back into like all the lists and the, oh, I would have just loved to have yeah. spent like a total morning in bed with my person and yeah. just kind of hanging out and finding out about their childhood dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. going back to something that you said before there, Anna, about probably a partner's feeling the same yeah. or similar. I think it's really important to have that conversation, isn't it? That just says, and we can often hold back on conversations like this because we kind of feel like we're admitting there's something wrong in the relationship mm. and we're not very good at admitting there's something yeah. wrong. But actually, if we take away a kind of wrong or right mm. and we just say it's a situation, it's a feeling, it's something that mm. we're going to accept and we're going to own, then we're just saying it's not specifically to do with the other person, it's just to do with the time that we're at right now. And we just say, look, oh, do you know what? I truly love you, but I'm just feeling really bored right now. Like, how are you feeling? And maybe that is enough just to spark a conversation in how you're both feeling. And and you can at least get that unity together that you're not going through on your own and you're not going mad. Yes. Because it's not boredom because the other person is boring. It's boredom because of the global situation. Yeah, because we haven't got the same stimulus that we had before. Yeah. And just, you know, just remembering saying like, look, I know you're so fascinating. I was drawn to you because of, <laughs> I find you, I, you know, I find you so exciting. I find your, your interests are so diverse. I, you know, but we're sort of in this like very bizarre camping trip together and not being let out. And as a result of which it's very natural to be bored, but forget about who we are, who we are with, uh, the incredible person we're with. Yeah. Just own it. Yeah. Yeah. Own it, have a chat about it and accept it and make a choice. And, you know, open the floor and you may hear some really interesting suggestions from your partner. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And often in those conversations, you can spark creativity amongst each other, can't you? Yeah. So you kind of start with something, it opens up the floor then to get yeah. suggestions back. And then you can, you know, you bounce things off each other as you oh, as yeah. you start to just share ideas. And you may have been sitting on an idea and may have had an internal block, like, oh, that's not possible, or we can't do yeah. that, we can't afford it. And if you say it out loud to your partner, they may say, well, why can't we do that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Well, and that that goes back to the stories that we tell each other and or tell ourselves and mm. the interpretations that we have about situations. Yeah. Those blocks when we're saying, oh, well, then they wouldn't be interested in that. That wouldn't be their thing. Oh. They wouldn't be open to that. We haven't got enough money for that. Like all of those things are those yeah. in our interpretations and, and stories that yeah. we we think are true, right? Because they are true because we've made them up in our own mind. Yeah. So really just exploring some of that to see how true they are. Yeah. Listen, my dude has become an expert skater. Never thought that would happen. Yeah. But because of COVID, impressive. skating. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Who would have known? Who would have known? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. New possibilities. So, well, I don't feel bored anymore. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually finding some exciting thoughts and ideas, which is yeah. great because it's, you know, we're recording on a Sunday, so we have lots of time to implement some cool stuff. Yeah, we've got the whole week to yeah. embed this one. Nice. All right. Feeling possibilities. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're we ready for a question. Yeah. I'm just yeah. doing some stretches doing and limbering some... up by this one. I'm gonna, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So, question this week. Are you ready? I am. She was born ready. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So, I really like somebody at work. Should I start an office romance? Ooh, nice. Spicy oh, this question. is new. This is spicy. See, look, <laughs> boredom done. Just, just. Oh, God, yeah. Take on a totally new question. We haven't really thought about this before. <gasps> well, have you had an office oh. romance? Oh, yes, I have. Me too. How about you? You too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what happened to yours? Oh, we actually dated for a very long time. Oh. I would say five years in total, but we had a little oh. break in between. Oh, yeah. But nobody ever knew if we were dating or not dating. So kind of initially, like the, obviously the jungle drums start, don't they? But mm. a few times people would ask me, um, are you two together or not? Because like <laughs> nobody really could tell. Oh. <laughs> So I was, if somebody asked me directly, I would answer the question honestly, because I'm an honest person. Yeah. But I never really thought it was anybody else's business. Interesting. I like it. So yeah, what about, what's your story? Um, so, and I think, I'm just thinking of one. There may have been more, but I just remember the one. Wow. I just have to say, wasn't that spicy? Like, oh my God, there's nothing like kind of doing the whole like flirt thing and working with somebody. And again, this is like, before COVID, when we actually were in the same office together, mm. that that was still a thing, like water coolers and such. I just remember like the thrill, like the absolute like turning on thrill of having the object of your affection working with you. And um, you know how everybody's like really hot when they're at work, whatever they do <laughs> is sexy. In my case, this was a workplace where money was involved, so cash and so forth. So I just love. I'm, I'm like, not even going to ask. I know. <laughs> Actually, that does sound a little suggestive. Uh, yeah. So, and he was my boss. Oh. oh. Yeah, absolutely. It was good times. Actually, so it, of course the relationship didn't go on for very long. But what I do remember was just I was 
just the spiciness of it. I don't even know if we would have hooked up had we not worked together. Mm. I almost guarantee that we wouldn't have. Yeah. But there was just something about that. You spend a lot of hours in the day being your best self. Like a, a lot of the time, our partners don't actually, if we don't meet at work, our partners really don't see us on our A game at work. Mm. And when we're at work, we're pretty fabulous, right? We're, we're competent, we're skilled. And so I really feel it's like an aphrodisiac. It's interesting, isn't it? When, I, when it happened with me, I just felt a bit awkward actually having a relationship with somebody at work. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I found it all a bit awkward. Like everyone was talking, like, yeah, I didn't really like that side of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't really like my private life being public. Oh, it, well, and that, so in terms of some of the pitfalls of having an office romance, like the, yeah. that is something to consider. Oh. I think you have to consider it. I think you're right. Like we spend so long at work. It's natural for people to kind of hook up and get together, isn't it? Yeah. At work. And, you know, I've been propositioned so many times. Like it's ridiculous at work. Mm. And so there is that, you know, you are just so close. People can kind of see you for like who you are. They see you kind of every day. You can see how these attractions form. But I think you really have to think about what is right for you. So what are you prepared to tolerate? What are you prepared to accept? Like how comfortable do you feel with everybody kind of knowing what happens if it doesn't work out? Like how comfortable will you feel then? I think there's some certain legalities to consider. So whilst Mm. we're not here as as lawyers, we're here as relationship coaches. But, you know, there are situations where I know in the UK it's not illegal, but there's often in company policy. So Mm. in your HR policy, it'll say what yeah. you need to do like if the permit relationships or not many of often between kind of subordinates so you're saying you know somebody who's yeah. a boss like mm-hmm. that in a lot of cases now isn't allowed so it's forbidden in the company policy and yeah i think there was a story wasn't there not last year but the year before the ceo of mcdonald's actually had to resign yes because he had an, an affair with an employee so i don't yeah. know if it was his direct report or not yeah but yeah so there is that to consider i think there's also the kind of you know the me too the harassment side of it that can come Absolutely. out like you know whether you're male or female you know if the relationship Mm -hmm. turns sour like what's to stop there being you know some toxic behaviors around accusing harassment and so I think there's a whilst I'm I'm sitting here saying all this having had an office romance (laughs) um, but I I don't I think we're in different times now than we were kind of then so I think there's certainly a lot to consider but you know that said if you go into it with an open mind you are really clear that this is the right thing for you and you're comfortable and it doesn't contravene any policies at work and you're comfortable that one of you may have to leave should the relationship break down so I know a few places here locally one about a year ago where a CEO and a head of HR had a bit of a fling and they were told one of them had to leave yes and funny enough it wasn't the man oh (laughs) yes Hmm. yeah so I think you know just weigh all of that up yeah before you jump headlong in maybe consider like why is it that you're attracted to them is it is that just a kind of you know like you're saying a bit of a naughtiness to it all oh it's it's the spice yeah intoxicating there's that risk involved that you know it's kind of especially in these times Jesus yes (laughs) just talked about boredom yeah but consider that what is it that you're is it really that there's some deep connection there or is it that you just liken the spicy side of life yeah yeah no I definitely if I ran that that relationship which 
was in 1999, 2000, mm. like just the cross. So that was a completely different, oh my gosh, I, it's amazing that we have been alive through this huge shift in dating. And, and yeah. the Me Too movement, which I think you're referring to, has yeah. really shifted things so drastically where yeah. what, what happened with me would never have happened these days. No. Like it sure shouldn't have happened. Well, all those no. propositions that have happened to me never would have happened either. No, that's a thing. Even sort of in our coaching realm, you know, when people are saying, well, you know, how do I, how do I approach people at work? It's like, well, that's really dicey because so mm -hmm. an, having an office romance assumes that somebody made a move and to make a move in this climate is very fraught with difficulty. So it really does like, you're right. I would, in this climate, I would run it through a filter more than I did back in 1999 yeah. and say, is this somebody I would be attracted to if they didn't work with me? Yeah. And a lot of the time you might be like, nah. Yeah. I just find the intensity of us working together is just very uh, alluring. So that's, you know, but if otherwise, if you met them on a dating app, would you be interested yeah. in them? Yeah. And sometimes it isn't that one's hit on the other. It's just that you're working maybe really closely together and there's a kind of an attraction there. Yeah. It could be other circumstances. Maybe you've just come out of a relationship and mm. this feels like a really good idea. Mm -hmm. So I think we're not, I mean, we don't really tell you what to do anyway on the podcast because yeah. it's not for us to say it, but in terms of sharing views or perspectives, I think we're saying just consider it from a few different angles first, maybe just pause slightly yeah. before you commit or before you try something on for size. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and also, you know, so when looking at this, it, you know, about anywhere from 25 to 50% of people have admitted to an office romance. Like it's, this yeah. is so common. And I've seen higher stats than that. I've seen yeah. them in the kind of, yeah, 60s, 50s to 70s. 70s. Yeah. 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 I think the great thing is, is that we're not shouldering this alone. So if we, if we can empower you with some information, heads of HR have had to actually look at this. And even legal firms have been in the business of advising their employer clients about how to proceed. So mm. the beautiful thing is here, this isn't so much your problem as it is actually the workplace's responsibility to be able to outline that Number one, we know that office romances are really common. Number two is that there's some schools of thought that say that's actually kind of a positive thing. It can be quite a positive and team building thing. So how do we foster that possibility if it should happen with rules and policies and support? And it's so funny, apparently HR is like the most hookup central, like the HR departments <laughs> are like, that's where all of the office romances are uh, blooming, which is really funny. But it may be worth it to just either visit your HR manual, speak in confidence to somebody and just say in the event that that may happen, like, what do I need to consider? And how might the company support me? Yeah. And thinking about like the unforeseen. So one of the things you mentioned, like, what if this romance doesn't work out? Will one yeah. person have to leave? If it does work out, you may have to leave because a lot of these companies have anti-nepotism rules. So yeah. if you get married, one person might have to leave because of yeah. anti-nepotism policy. Now, not that this might be comfortable for everybody, but, but HR may be a good resource to kind of flush out the possibilities and just, you know, make sure that there's, if there's anything to consider that your company has supported you in that. Yeah. So it's not, we're saying it's not really a light decision to go ahead with this because oh, either scenario kind of not. stay together or go split apart at I some know. point comes with some potential challenges in the future and down the line yeah. to, to just consider and consider how you would respond to that, how you'd react yeah. to that and how it would make you feel and yeah. then kind of make your decision from there. Yeah. 
And if it's a go, if it's a green light, go, you know, there's a, a little bit of etiquette, which is actually really important. Like if you have an office romance, like some of the things that you may want to do as a couple is like, keep the work at work, keep your relationship out of work. You have just sparked a memory of mine. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was having this office romance, there was also another couple who hooked up, oh. but they would have these major, major Barneys and at work. <laughs> <laughs> so you've just sparked that memory me yeah. which I completely completely forgotten what about now like? we we were not like that at all so I was quite uh, adamant like work is work professional yeah. da -da there is a clear separation yeah. it's clear boundary and we were peers at work as well so uh, there was a clear clear separation these people were also peers and did not have a separation <laughs> yes yes so everybody was always talking about them they were always talking about their latest Barney their latest oh um, bust up and then they did split <laughs> up and they were in the same office together she refused to be in the same office and they had to relocate him to another part of the work oh and I just think that it's my kind of talking there about, you know, the fact that some people have been forced to leave their jobs. Actually, they were probably quite lucky that they both held on to their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Given the oh disruption and the, the chaos that it caused yeah. and some really toxic, toxic behavior. So I think, it, you know, it is right. Really consider what's going to happen further down the line. Oh, my gosh. And consider how you yeah. act and behave and how you are in the workplace, because it's still, you know, we've still got to be a professional. We've still got to do a job and everyone else around you has to do a job as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, my God. Now, I I've completely forgotten about that. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. <laughs> Actually, the other thing that I didn't even think about, too, is um, on the flip side, like if you guys are like really hot and passionate and so forth, like... um. You could actually be called up on harassment charges by other employees if yeah. you're doing all the PDAs, making out in the break yeah. room, if you're uh, sharing suggestive content, if you accidentally like Slack or WhatsApp or text yeah. Steve down the next <laughs> cubicle with your like... Hello, big boy. Meet me in the stationery cupboard. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. You're not safe for work content. Like... That can actually bring you in a, a harassment charge from another employee. Yeah. And which would they be very within their right to do? Because like people just, yeah. when they go to work, they want to go to work. They don't want to yeah. be having a bunch of saucy, like crazy content that you, they yeah. have to overhear. Yeah. And some policies actually specify in there that you're not allowed to have any public displays of affection yeah. in work whilst on work type. Yeah. So. Which is completely reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it does make it quite onerous. And I, I would say maybe the heyday of office romance has certainly passed us because I'm like, God, we just didn't. Oh, have to I don't know that it has. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, so I heard recently oh. about all the track and race stuff that they do here. Oh. And um, how many people have are having office affairs? Because you have to, one oh. of the questions I ask you is, who have you exchanged <gasps> bodily fluids with? Oh. So that can be anything from kind of kissing to sharing a cigarette to yes. sharing a drink to full-blown intimate affairs. Yeah. So they have to then disclose who they've been in contact with. Oh my God. And there's a lot, apparently a lot of office romances going on right now. Oh my gosh. Who would have Imagine thought Imagine the track and trace is turning yeah. into like Coronation Street or something like oh that. Oh my days, yeah. It's <laughs> all going down. It's all going down. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Wow. I reckon there's loads of stuff goes on that you just don't even yeah. know about. You completely oblivious to. You know, and yeah. as a family doctor, I will say like, and, and that's where I actually learned that 
we seem to think that we know humans and we do not. And and no. the, the biggest mystery is like the mystery sexually transmitted infection that comes walking in the door, like especially yeah. with a married couple. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't. Can you get chlamydia from a toilet seat? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> and it's it's amazing when a positive comes up and you're like, where on earth from the sky did that drop from? But like people lead very complex lives and there's a lot of lack of disclosure about these yeah. personal lives. Yeah, yeah, and it had to come yeah. from somewhere. <laughs> it did, it did. It did not drop from the sky or from the toilet seat. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. No, and I, I, you know, it's very nice to be in a profession where you realize all of the foibles of human nature and isn't it funny mm. that track and trace has turned into like this little industry where they get to know the insights of the whereabouts of where people have been yep indeed. oh my gosh <laughs> so how would you summarize the uh office romance question i think we're saying it's not a no it's not a yes it's a really consider your your own position really play out what some of the scenarios are that might happen um, and there's going to be multiple of them so just try and think about those because we're all really really good at um, conjuring up this amazing beautiful picture of the future and we're riding off across the horizon together that might not be one of the things that happens and even if that does happen there might be some challenges in the way so consider how you will feel in those different scenarios consider how you'll feel when people start to find out consider the you know the the HR policy side of it really make sure that you kind of know what you're getting into there from a work point of view consider what you'd have to do if you did have to leave your job for whatever reason could you is it easy for you to find work elsewhere would you miss the work that you're doing would you miss the colleagues you know is it worth that sacrifice there's a lot to consider I think that you wouldn't normally have to play out in a normal connection and really think about like is it really a deep connection is there really something there or is it just that it's you know a bit of fun and and that might be the case like still go for it if that's what's floating your boat but just think about the consequences I guess I don't really want to use the word consequence because it sounds quite hard but just think about the likelihood of the future and whether that's something you're you're happy with yeah yeah that sounds really hopeful Mm. yeah Puts you square in the driver's seat of this choice. Yeah, and I think Mm -hmm. actually that's a great point, Anna, because you want to be the one making the choice. You don't want things to happen to you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, be consciously driven by your choice. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Beautiful. Right on. Yay. Sunday, we made it through. (laughs) I know, I know. Oh, well, that's lovely. That's lovely. And I'm sure that, um, well, you know, maybe we may come back to some sense of, in-person work you know maybe I guess romance over zoom calls is kind of I reckon you'd still be surprised you know little cheeky whatsapp messages little walks hidden walks down some quiet country lane yes human honestly human beings will always find a way you can't stop human beings from being human beings yeah beautiful at the start of the lockdown I'm sure I remember reading quite a lot of stories who people who were still having affairs you know (laughs) Oh, the the human spirit. Yeah. It has led to new discoveries. And yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) Oh, well, that has set me up for my drive, just as promised. This is my last uh, podcast in New York before my big escape tomorrow morning. And as it turns out, uh, there's a massive snowstorm that's starting tonight. And I'm going to be driving off uh, early tomorrow morning, trying to escape most of it uh, (laughs) in my little mini packed up with everything including my dog i've kind of got a view about the scene from uh, the holiday 
where Cameron Diaz is driving through the snow with a car, little car full of stuff. Oh my down. gosh, listen, I am Cameron Diaz. She, in she this drove scene. a mini, didn't you? Yeah. You've got a bit of a Cameron Diaz look about you. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. I've just got to change my hair color. Yeah. <laughs> no, but totally, totally. Actually, that's a very sweet thing because I was thinking of more like a convict escaping, but actually, it's more like no, just no. a girl having another adventure. That's... Maybe with less tears than Cameron Diaz had. <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be bopping. Actually, I've got, I'm gonna get my podcast uh, set up, so I think one of our episodes is gonna be on that podcast list. Good driving, guys. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. Yeah, well, absolutely. make sure you take it easy because there's a lot of responsibility yeah. riding on you now. Like, oh yeah. You know, that relationship with your husband, that's just not as important now <laughs> it's as not. our relationship in this podcast. <laughs> totally. Our commitment is much more important than my marriage. It got is. A lot, you've got a lot of responsibilities now, people listening Anna. to us. Yeah, yeah, I can't just go yeah. and pop off now. Yeah, we're practically famous. <laughs> totally. A thousand downloads, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's how famous we are. <laughs> totally. Just like, it'll be a matter of like days before we add a few zeros to the uh, end of that. I'm sure. I'm sure. We're on the cusp. Yeah. The cusp. On the cusp. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, never mind the husband and the dog and the, the cat. Totally like, not. I tell you what, this podcast, it's your biggest responsibility. There's a lot riding on those tires. Yeah, there is. <laughs> this there podcast. Jordy Lass and Doc Sass is going on a road trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Oh. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. <laughs> and still be in my pajamas. <laughs> well, you know, and Sarah, it's funny. I'm like, you know, and maybe in 2021 or maybe is it going to be 2021 or 2020? Maybe we'll actually meet each other in person. I know. <laughs> I was chatting to somebody about that yesterday, actually. <sighs> Because we're talking about how you wouldn't have thought that you could create connections like virtually. And I said, we are living proof, right? So this time last year, we didn't even know each other. Didn't even know each other. Still have never met in person. Yeah. Yeah. Now here we are sharing our deepest, darkest secrets. Not just with each other, but with the rest of the world. Absolutely. (laughs) This isn't strange at all. (laughs) Not weird when you put it like that. No, not at all. (laughs) But I think we are living proof that you can create a deep connection. across the airways but yeah i think quite regularly about um how cool it would be if we actually met in real life yeah i know right (laughs) in the real world that'd be so cool outside of the zoom box (laughs) i know outside of the zoom box absolutely well one day oh that day is coming which is not quite sure when yeah absolutely and where the location will be don't know maybe greece wouldn't (gasps) that be lovely oh Oh god i'm in if you are (laughs) Oh my God. I tell you, I tell you, I was actually uh, speaking with somebody about like maybe going and exploring my Greek lineage because my dad Mm. is Greek. So going down that road. So maybe post pandemic, maybe this is the meeting of a lifetime. Just, oh my God, beach, sand. Yeah. Oh, suntan lotion. Oh, nice little cocktail. Oh my gosh, the white roofs of Santorini. Oh my gosh, walking along brick roads with your little like sandals and your like Uh sundress with your sunburn going out for dinner, seafood. Oh my gosh, guys, get us back. Sounds lovely. Please get the vaccine, people. (laughs) Please get the vaccine. (laughs) Do it. Everyone's like, should I do it? I'm like, just do it, please. Just do it. Do it for God's sakes. Just stop it. Stop it. Just get the vaccine. (laughs) <laughs> and keep wearing your mask until they tell us not to. Oh, that time is coming. The time oh, is coming. coming. Stay strong. Stay strong. Beach. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sarah. Well, thanks for this week. Yes. And you drive yeah. carefully and um, we will, yeah, be recording in a new location. 
Well, for you, I'll still be sat in my living room. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be in an undisclosed basement apartment in Toronto. (laughs) Well, we should look forward to that. Watch out, Canada. Anna is on her way. Watch out. (laughs) COVID free and quarantining for two weeks. Podcast coming near you. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Have a great week ahead. All right. And you take care. All right. Until next time. So that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting. Get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. If you need help navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, how on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.